Welcome to Spiritual Sisters Collective Raw and Real with me, your host, Lisa Williams, where we're going to talk about spirituality, mental health, and well being, and so much more. Let's get on with today's show. Today, we have an amazing guest, the beautiful Yvonne Parker. Welcome to Raw and Real. Hi Lisa, thank you for having me today. Um, so yeah, I'm Yvonne Parker and um, I'm a hypnotherapist. So I retrained after 30 years of being an accountant wow. where I was paying people because I was doing payroll, I was doing the accounts for a company. Um, and I just thought there's more to this, there's more to, to my life and what I wanted to do. Um, and I've always been interested in helping people um, I've done that even when I was an accountant, you know, by paying them every month and things like that. But um, yeah, I, I just um, wanted to do something different. So I was looking for ages at different modalities, you know, sort of reflexology, um, Reiki, you know, and then I had a chat with my acupuncturist and we got talking about hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Mm. And like, the more she said, the more I was like, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I want to find out more. So I did. I started investigating that. And then uh, three years now, I decided to make that step to go and train to be a hypnotherapist. That's amazing. So did you keep up the sort of the, the day job, so to speak, while you were training? Have you what are you doing at this stage? Are you still doing that or have you just gone full out? No, it's really interesting, actually, because I was working when I was training um, and I, I was training in the pandemic year as well. So it got sort of delayed. Um, but it was really interesting because I manifested um, my own redundancy. And what actually happened was towards the end of my training, I hadn't quite finished. Um, we got asked if anybody wanted to volunteer for redundancy. And so I said, yes. Um, wow. I'd been in the job for 20 years and it was just perfect timing, absolute perfect timing. It's amazing, isn't it? These things that happen in divine timing. And if if I just spoke to you, say, 10 years ago, do you think that you would say that you're doing what you do now? Oh, 10 years ago, absolutely not. No, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I knew I was an accountant. I knew, yeah. I thought, oh, I don't want to be an accountant for the rest of my life. But I had absolutely no idea about what I wanted to do um, or who I was um, or anything like that. You know, I really have changed everything about my life, um, you know, probably in the last five to six years. That's amazing. So how can hypnosis help your clients and, and things like that I have looked at your website which is amazing I actually didn't realize that it can do so much so how can you help your clients with the work that you do yeah I think you've hit the nail on the head there actually Lisa like you say I didn't realize myself until I started looking into hypnotherapy um, and, and all the other techniques that I use about how much it can actually help with um yeah I mean I see a lot of people they come for various things it can be for insomnia uh, pain management weight management um but people don't actually realize that you can help like with sports performance you know to improve so say like you were a golfer and you wanted to improve your par on the golf course you can actually use hypnosis um and as I say, the various techniques that I do to actually improve your score, you can 
really do this. I mean, I think Tiger Woods actually did have hypnosis when he became like the champion and whatever, you know, to, to get that that sports performance there because it is a mindset. You know, every sports person has got that mindset of winning and, and seeing themselves winning. Um, so, yeah, hypnosis is really good. I mean, it helps with anxiety and panic attacks. Um, you know, I see a lot of people, especially at the moment um, with, with obviously the, the, the pandemic that we've been going through, Absolutely. you know, mental health particularly. Um, a lot of people have been struggling for a long time and suddenly their wits end and they just say, I need to get some help. And then it's like, I've tried everything else. Let's try hypnosis. Yeah, because quite often people come to hypnosis as a last resort, whereas I always say, actually, if they came with a first resort, they'd probably resolve it a lot quicker. It's funny, isn't it? I do think, though, that as we progress for the rest of sort of 2022 and in the future, there's going to be so many more people who are going to start to look for more natural ways to heal. Um, you know, that's how I started on my path, looking for, you know, natural ways and, and different healing modalities and things like that. It's really funny because if you just said to me just a few years ago about hypnosis and hypnotherapy, I would automatically, my brain would go, someone's on the stage, he's taking people from the crowd and they're going into some sort of trance and he's making them do funny things. And that's where my head would go. And I still think a lot of people, when they hear the word hypnosis, hypnotherapy, are thinking of that because we've probably been exposed to it on like various variety shows and, and whatnot so how would you describe the difference there for someone who's like you know what is the difference yeah it's interesting you say that actually because I have a group myself and in my group I'm always trying to dispel these myths and this, the skeptics that say oh you're going to make me you know you're going to control me you're going to make right. me do everything and the thing is we can't make you do anything. You're always in control. You know, our subconscious will not accept anything that it thinks is wrong. So, so like if I said to you, go and rob a bank, for instance, your subconscious would know that that was morally wrong and it would not accept that suggestion. Mm -hmm. um, and with the hypnotist on the stage, they're looking for people who actively want to take part in those shows. You know, they're looking for people who are engaging with them and, and people who are very, very engaged with what they're doing. Anybody who was there, like, say, on the stage with their arms crossed, they would be saying, right, OK, yeah, no, that's a no go because that person's not going to be engaged. They don't want to be hypnotized. So they're, they're going along like a line of people mm -hmm. and they're selecting people that are sort of nodding to what they're saying. Right. You can see that they're going into hypnosis very easily, that they're very willing volunteers. Yeah, those people that want to run around like chicken, they want to do that. <laughs> so, you know, and that's what makes a good show because those people are willing to be volunteers and things like that. And whereas with hypnotherapy, we're always making suggestions that you will remember things at the end of it. So like we might make suggestion um, that you're more confident, for example, you know, so we're trying to, to put that suggestion into the subconscious mind to, to, to bring that confidence out in you so that your subconscious accepts that. Whereas on the stage, at the end, you'll probably notice that they then say, you will not remember anything that you did. Right. So they're actually yeah. instructing them. So, because obviously if they clicked their fingers, they would suddenly start playing the violin or something like mm -hmm. that. And you don't want people to be doing that after the show. Whereas in hypnotherapy, I do want somebody to still feel confident and right. to build on that confidence in that way. Yeah, so it's about getting results. 
in their lives. Is yeah. there people or clients that you've had that are maybe less receptive to the work that you do? Maybe there's more of a resistance there. Are they, is it harder to sort of get through to them? Uh, yeah, I mean, you do, you do get people who are very resistant or their subconscious is very resistant mm. um, because it's about change. Um, and very often, I mean, you know, I can think of one client I've got at the moment who absolutely wants that change, but there is something in their subconscious that is very resistant change mm-hmm. um you know I always <laughs> we're talking metaphors a lot in hypnosis so I'm very often referring to it that it's like that they put it in a box and just shoved it to one side and it's like they you know they're now taking that box out and opening it up to right. see what's inside of that because the subconscious is like our filing cabinet in our mind and it, it's like you're in hypnosis you your memory or your thoughts they will go to wherever in that filing cabinet that they need to to pull out the memories that they need to and those are very often the things that are stopping that person from moving forward mm-hmm. um so it's very clever it really is very clever and very life-changing mm-hmm. do you see because do you work like do you work on zoom do you work in person how do you work with your clients I do both, Lisa. Mm-hmm. I see people face to face. I see a lot of people face to face because I think it's one of those things that I think people prefer to come yeah. to you in person. But I also do people that are further away that aren't so close to me. And I do mm-hmm. do those on Zoom. And it's really amazing that you can hypnotize somebody over Zoom very really easily. Is. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's magical the fact that you could do that, you know, and you can be hundreds, thousands of miles away and still get the same result, even by doing it over a screen yeah that's amazing so is there a point where when you're working with a client that you you can almost see the change yeah it's really interesting actually quite often when people come through my door first of all you know they're very um their whole demeanor is is very sort of low you know they're they're really stuck because like say they're not sleeping for example they're very tired Mm -hmm. Um, and then as we go on you can just see how much brighter they look how much more sorted they are um, you know how their thoughts are are kind of to themselves quite often you know because we're very good at beating ourselves up you know Mm -hmm. and 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 saying to ourselves you know well we should be doing this or you know things should be like this I shouldn't be not you know I should be sleeping okay um you know so we're very very good at telling ourselves negative things mm-hmm. um so I always say to my clients really start listening to your own language to yourself because everything that we say to ourselves that's what we take on board yeah. so whenever you know I always get them if and this is a tip for your listeners as well that mm-hmm. whenever you're talking to yourself in a very negative way mm-hmm. always take that pause you know have a think about what you're actually saying to yourself and reframe it into into a more positive or a more productive thing for yourself um, mm-hmm. in that way and you'll really start to notice the difference within yourself and about how you're feeling absolutely it's like really having a conversation with a best friend you wouldn't speak to them in a way or your your daughter or your son you wouldn't speak to them in a way that sometimes we can speak to ourselves so it's sort of catching it at that moment isn't it and being like right this is not true I mean we all have these negative patterns that run through and we all think these things especially if we're suffering with anxiety or we're tired and overwhelmed but I just think gosh I wouldn't have said these things that I said to myself many years ago to my daughter 
like I would say completely the opposite so it's retraining and reprogramming our minds to be kinder to ourselves isn't it yeah and and that's the thing and and I I mean we are everybody has neurosis everybody has triggers Mm -hmm. and it's about managing those triggers you know it's it's learning what those triggers are and it can be somebody that triggers you by what they say or what they do and you can really change how you feel about that when that happens um you know I mean I had it happen to myself you know I was bullied and um I you know I I reframed that completely and and then it just absolutely took took the sting out of it and my reaction was completely different as an adult you know but again as I say I got triggered as an adult that referred back to my childhood Mm -hmm. I think what you just said then about your reaction, I was very reactive probably five years ago. So if someone upset me or someone said something nice, I'd have to answer straight away. Whereas now, because of the tools and the the sort of journey I've gone on, I will sit with that for a moment, even if it's something beautiful and positive towards me and take that in before I respond. So I think, again, mm-hmm. that is that comes with time, doesn't it? And it comes with practice, for sure, is how we react to things and, you know, the, and, and the response. You know, I feel that we don't have to always respond straight away. We can yeah. say, I'll get back to you on that one, even if it's something really lovely or, you know, so that's that's amazing about like the, the reaction side of things that you mentioned, because that resonates a lot, a lot with me. What was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something. Something came to me and now it's just completely gone away. Um, Oh, yes. As this is, you know, as you know, this is raw and real conversations. And I like to have conversations that I feel need to be spoken about. So if we could work alongside medical intervention. So let's say, for example, someone was going to go to the local GP and they're suffering from anxiety. And most GPs, and I'm not, you know, tarnishing them for what they do, because, you know, some of them are worth their weight in gold. Absolutely. But do you feel that we are sort of over-prescribed a very quick have your antidepressant or have a tablet versus that there's other avenues? So would you like to see the future where a doctor would say, look, before we do this, try something a little bit more holistic a little bit of you know a different approach yeah absolutely I agree with you 100% there because the thing is again like you say doctors are worth you know a lot of them are worth their weight in gold and they have their place and things like that but I think yeah I mean it's like I find that if people come to me before they go on antidepressants they get a much better result because antidepressants level you out and then as soon as you come off them, as you know, you might go down again. Mm-hmm. So if you can bring somebody up naturally, right. rather than through using those tablets or, you know, in that way, um, you really can make such a difference to them because they can. I mean, I always teach my clients tools that they can take away to use every day because yeah. that's what that's what I'm all about. It's about empowering people to help themselves, um, to give them those tools that they have all these tools so that then if they're having an anxiety attack, if they're having a panic attack, if they're um, feeling stressed, if they're feeling overwhelmed, that they can do any of these things that I teach them in their own time to, to help them like 
regulate their breathing if it was a panic attack for example um you know change their thoughts feel better when they're feeling very anxious so that then they feel calmer in that way um so yeah I absolutely agree that you know I think there is definitely a place for things like hypnosis to be done alongside conventional medicine in that way yeah I think so I think that this is where it needs to change Absolutely. I hope I'm around to be, you know, part of the change, um, especially for our younger generation, you know, and so many because of what we've gone through in the past two years. And we're still navigating that, um, you know, are going through anxiety and, and depression more so than they were beforehand. So for me, if we could work almost alongside, I really believe that we could, you know, be more powerful. I mean, Again, complete disclaimer, but we know that there is multi-billion, you know, industry, the pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, they're not going to really take things away. They, they benefit from us being sick. But for me, I just feel that if we could, I know there is parts of the world that are trying this out. You know, even surgeons are putting, you know, people to do Reiki or various healing before they go into surgery. And I think that, again, is amazing if we could work side by side. Before I leave you and I ask you one final question. I was in the doctors the other day. I haven't been to the doctors for a very, very, very long time. It takes me a lot to go to the doctors. And I was sat in the surgery waiting and it was the most depressing waiting room. There was no art on the wall. There was no, there was nothing. It was almost like I felt even more depressed, leave, like being in there. And I was thinking again, just having that holistic approach, just having a bit of artwork would have really helped. It was just these plain magnolia walls. It looked so depressing. There was no natural light in there. Um, and it just felt so well, it is, it's clinical. It just felt really, ugh. so I just want that to change as well. So the whole experience, especially for children, there was just nothing colorful in there at all. I mean, that's a yeah. whole new subject, but I just yeah. need to approach I, I, that. I think you're right as well. And, you know, especially for children with their anxiety, it's because they're hearing this, they're hearing people say, oh, I'm anxious, I'm this. Right. And it's like, it becomes the norm. It becomes the norm. That's, they, they hear it, so they accept it. It's a bit like I was saying about language to yourself. And that's the language that we're feeding our children. So they think, oh, well, I need to be anxious too then because right. that's the normal. Mm -hmm. Oh, I could have, do you know what? We could just be on here all day. We could. <laughs> having these conversations thank you so much before I go um, before we go I'm going to ask you one question I will be putting your links as well for people to find you and oh, you know if they've you. got any more interested within hypnosis and all of the amazing work you do so the question I've written down for you today is if you had any superpower what would it be uh if I had any superpower wow okay um yeah, I, th I think it would just to be, make people happier. Mm. You know, I think, I think happiness is, is one of those things that we take it for granted when we have right. it. Um, and I just think if people are happy, everything seems possible rather than impossible. I love that. And we're always searching for it, aren't we? It's the one thing yeah. that with my daughter, she's being homeschooled at the moment. And I asked her to write like a graph of things that she wants in her life, kind of like a bit of a vision board. And the focal point was happiness. And I was like, right, well, how are we going to get there? And it's really interesting. I love that happiness superpower. 
Yeah, bring all that stuff everywhere. Absolutely, yeah, we will. We will, and we will be sprinkling it everywhere. We and that's will. what we try and do. Try and get that positivity, that happiness out there. Yeah, and I think you know between the Spiritual Sisters Collective and all of the amazing women in in my community as well, we're going to do that. I do believe we're going to change. We're going to change the world. We really we, are. We one are. step at a time. Yeah, and it needs to be done as a collective. You know, it is time to all come together and do this as a collective, definitely. Absolutely. Well, you've been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today. Thank you so much for being the guest at the very beginning of this podcast launch. I'm so excited to launch it. It's very exciting as well. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Yeah, thank you, my darling. Take care.